Welcome to our Haiku Poet Podcast, and I'm Caleb. Hey, Caleb. I'm your dad. (laughs) It's fun to do Haiku Poet Podcasts and explore looking at what life is like, some direct observations. As we do Haiku, we don't talk a lot about our feelings, but feelings are expressed through the choice of words that we make. We try to tie in a seasonal reference. So right now, what season is it? Is it spring, Um, summer, fall? or Summery fall? Yeah, it's towards the end of summer, right? It kind of feels like spring because it's kind of springy, but it's the fall feel instead of the spring feel. Yeah, so it's mid-August. It's pretty warm out. We have, for blooming flowers, we have some blazing star, uh, Latrius, this year we had our first ever coneflower, a purple coneflower. We have many snapdragons. We have oxeye. We have basil. Oregano is blooming. We actually have a honeybee and a bumblebee. I know what's pollinating right now. Some mint. Some mint. Yes. We have some raspberries. Mm-hmm. Right now we're sitting around the campfire. With our chickens, we have five ducal hens that are picking at mealworms that we scattered in the yard here, and they are very fun to watch. And and um, ducal means a thousand flowers. Millefleur would be a thousand flowers, and yeah, ducal hen. Yeah, Belgian. Yeah, we just got some new chickens, and their um their sound is a nice voice. What does it sound like? It's like peep 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 peep. Yeah, we like to let them out and let them go all over our yard, right? Yeah, and and there was a different kind of bird in there, maybe a sparrow. Um, it was right in the chicken's cage. Yeah. All right, well, last night we went for a walk after our evening meal, and I jotted down a haiku. Home before the storm, wind rises, watching trees fall down. Home before the storm, wind rises, watching trees fall down. So as we got into the house, we literally watched two trees from our woods tip over because the wind was so strong probably 70 80 miles an hour would just be a guess i'm not a meteorologist so i might be way off but it was wild to watch these trees and knowing that they weren't tipping into our house it was so enjoyable because it was the thought of like well here's some good campfire wood which we've already cut up most of the trees with the chainsaw today. It's been a lot of fun. We also enjoy making piles of the popple branches with the leaves. And what kind of bird likes to nest in those piles of brush? um, um, Sparrows Sparrows. and different kind of birds like to be in the nest. Wrens. Wrens. And I have a question. What's your question? So, um... So, so um, t- tomorrow um, night, um, we were walking, and it started to pouring rain, and we got our shirts got soaking wet, mm-hmm. and we we had to um, 
took off her clothes and take a shower, but then something decided to happen. So those half lights turning off for the 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 um thing, and, and, and then and then the whole light turned off, and then Daddy came down and say we can't take a shower, and, and so maybe tonight we might take a shower because it's probably not gonna rain. That's true. Yeah. So we lost the power, right? I actually wrote a haiku about that. What time is it? The power's out. The crickets are singing. It reminded me of the season for three months when I was kayaking down the Mississippi River when I didn't take a watch and I never knew what the exact time was. So again, what time is it? The power's out. The crickets are singing. It's kind of like you answer it where you don't really say what the time is. I knew it was the middle of the night, but it didn't really matter. Here's another. Power outage. So quiet. So loud. Power outage. So quiet. So loud. And so it's so quiet because all the machines were hushed. But it's so loud because I could hear the leaves and the crickets and my wife's sleeping, breathing power outage so quiet so loud and then not a haiku but a contemplation what have we lost in this living by accepting this path of luxury more alive right now right now what have we lost in living by accepting this path of luxury more alive right now right now you like that Well, I wanted to be a solo mountain man until five or six days into the Mississippi trip when I hadn't talked to anybody and I realized I like people, but I still like the simple life. Our refrigerator was off, our stove was off, our oven was off, our sump pump was off, our fans were off, our cell phones weren't charging, our digital clocks were off, our lights were off, our mixer, our blender, our dishwasher. Even my toothbrush is electric. Why have I embraced so much technology in my life? Better, faster, safer, easier, and quite possibly less satisfying. Certainly less dependable if the power goes out. Where have we come from? Why have we so departed? I feel so alive in this lack of electricity. And then as mom and I were laying in bed, probably about 2 o'clock in the morning, we heard, bang, bang, bang. I said, whoa, what's that? Mom said, is it a shot? And I think it was the power surging through the power lines. Because I don't think anybody would be shooting a gun at 2 in the morning. So I think the electricity was doing weird stuff. Remember how the lights were flickering in our house before they went out? So three shots ring out. The distant and yet distinct power surging through these lines. In one glorious storm, COVID ceases to exist in my mind. In one glorious storm, COVID ceases to exist in my mind. I didn't think about COVID at all 
as the power was out. It was so cool. It was like just the pure moment. It was like when the electricity was off, it was a true haiku moment. It was great. And then a different way of saying it, glorious storm, in my mind, COVID ceases. Glorious storm, in my mind, COVID ceases. And here's something different. Honeybees swarm, filling the earth. Such subtle expansion. Honeybees swarm, filling the earth. Such subtle expansion. We actually had our first honeybee swarm call. Well, we've had lots of calls, but they've ended up being mostly wasps, which has been really neat to be on the receiving end, seeing how our community is so quick to want to share and partner. But wasps don't make honey and so we've just politely declined um and then we did go for one it was what we thought was a swarm call and it ended up being a bee tree which was super cool to see and to know that they're living in the wild just honeybees so another version of that swarming honeybees filling the earth from flower to flower to flower swarming honeybees filling the earth from flower to flower to flower so last friday we got a call from a new friend and he has honeybees in the area and he knew that his bees were swarming and he didn't have time to go and get them and so i went before work and captured a swarm and got it placed in a hive and it was super fun. Super, super fun. So last night, the wind was so strong. The lawn chairs were strewn around the yard. The trash can was getting filled with rainwater. And the wind chimes were ringing out. Lawn chairs strewn around the yard. Trash can filling with rainwater, wind chimes ringing out. Does that mean lawn chairs were flying around the yard? They were. They were all tipped over. And the funny thing, when I saw that there were apples on our lawn, what did I do even though it was pouring rain? Get the apples. I ran out and I picked up the fallen apples in the rain during the storm. That can actually hurt your apples. What is lost is not irreparably broken. If you have apple, um, apples on the floor, have your apple trees, it can hurt your apples. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hey, Naomi, how are you? Good. Good. I have this little telephone. Whoa, Mom went to a fun garage sale. What do you <clears throat> have there? I have a telephone booth. Cool. All sorts of old technology. Old technology makes for really fun toys. Is the pileated here? Uh -huh. Oh, look at it. Right there. cool! So our old pileated tree fell down in the storm, but we restrung up our pileated feeder, and it's going to be fun to see if Mama and Baby pileated 
enjoy some suet from its new location. Sharp eye, Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, they're way up in that red pine. The silhouette of the pileated summer afternoon. Oh, kind of. Look at that red head. Are you having fun pretending with that cell phone? Cool. Half an hour. Naomi, any perspectives from the storm? Well, it's always good to have a few flashlights on hand. That's true. It's nice to make sure you have what you need and enjoy the time of power outages and light those candles that smell really good. It's a good thing. I agree. It was pretty exciting. I got to realizing we don't even have a coffee pot that's free of an outlet. What have we lost with all that we've gained? We don't even have a coffee pot that's free of an outlet. What have we lost with all that we've gained? Well, we'd have to warm up some hot water, put it in that percolator, or put it in the French press, and then press some coffee. It's a good thought. You're thinking outside the box, Jacob. So we've had an old toad that's been at our doorstep waiting for mosquitoes. Old toad waits by the doorstep for mosquitoes. Or a different way of saying it. Toad, my doorstep, the sound of mosquitoes. Toad, my doorstep, the sound of mosquitoes. Jacob, have you noticed that crickets seem to get more intense the later the summer goes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get louder, they get stronger. So I wrote... Crickets turning up their intensity in August. Like a few more pistachios. There you go. You bet. Last night I was listening for owls, but only the power workers through the night, or the electrical workers, they were trying to restore the power. Listening. Hey, why would electricity workers need to be up at night? Well, if there's power out, the electricity workers and the power workers get a call. Their their job is called on call. Oh, so they need to be up all night. So then they can sleep, but if there's a job to do, then they have to go to the job. Or kind of like a firefighter. Oh, yep. They or, get to sleep at the fire station, but then if there's a fire, then they have to wake up and go to the fire. That's why your alarm is so loud. Mm-hmm. And our alarm is so loud at the house that so if there's a fire, it's like this. Beep, 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 Right. Mm-hmm. Here's something that caught my attention. Sometimes I enjoy looking at the 
free section on Craigslist just to see what kind of things people are giving away. There's a saying, one man's junk is another man's treasure. Have you ever heard that? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, what I might think is junk, you might think, hey, I could use that. So right now there's a cabin for free. It's a 100-year-old cabin. It's about 20 by 30. So it's about the same size as our current house. It's got dovetail logs. What is the current house? The house that we live in right now is 24 feet by 34 feet. So the cabin is almost the same size as our house. It'd be a very comfortable, pretty big cabin. They are giving it away for free if you dismantle it. So you'd have to take it apart log by log. Or if you pay someone to move it. So here's the haiku that I came up with. Dismantling a cabin 100 years ago. If the builder could see this, our cars and our high-tech tools. Dismantling a cabin a hundred years ago. If the builder could see this, our cars and our high-tech tools. Why did you write that? Well, it was just the idea. Imagine a man. A few more pistachios? Okay. I'm cracking them faster than you, huh? Well, I'm kind of checking on the shelves because they're salted. Ah, cool. Okay, imagine if a man made a beautiful log cabin, 20 by 30 feet. That's pretty big. Mm -hmm. Imagine how proud he would be when he was all done. Very proud. Very proud. He used an axe. He didn't use a chainsaw. He used an axe. Now, a hundred years later, somebody's giving all his work away for free. There's a part of me that wishes that we had a little piece of land so that we could take that cabin and set it up and just make it like a special place for you to maybe do projects, do your school, do artwork. It's about an hour north. It's up near Hibbing, Minnesota. Let's buy it. It's free. No money. Dismantle it? Just just dismantle it. And then set it up. Where would you set it up? I'd set it up in exactly the same place because there would already be the pit that would be dug. Yeah, but they they don't want it there. They want to build a new house. So they're saying, out with the old, in with the new. And what and I say, the old is cool. Let's make a place for the old. I wish there was a little property on a little river or a stream, maybe on a lake, that you could reassemble this cabin. And then you could gather on the weekend and you could do haiku reading, you could do scripture singing, you could do special projects, maybe learn how to do old-time skills like making butter or sewing moccasins or maybe making doing blacksmithing something like that that sounds really fun all right so let's read that haiku one more time dismantling a cabin a hundred years ago if the builder could see this 
are cars and high-tech tools. What's high-tech tools? High-tech. So the power drill that we have, that's high-tech. Yeah. Right? The chainsaw that I used the chainsaw that I used this afternoon, high tech. This flashlight in my hands, the universe reduced to a haiku. Or maybe it's contained within a haiku. This flashlight in my hands, the universe reduced to a haiku. Or maybe it's contained within a haiku. Final haiku from this morning. If COVID was an upset, then this storm was the reset that I needed. Hallelujah. If COVID was an upset, then this storm was the reset that I needed. Hallelujah. And then final idea, after the storm, crickets. After the storm, crickets yeah i like that one then i just explored the idea if i had 60 acres would i want 60 acres to just keep for myself and i genuinely believe i would rather have three good friends each share 15 acres i would really enjoy the idea of dividing a property of about 60 acres into four pieces in the middle I'd love to have a central open space with a playground and a workshop and uh, like a powwow type center outdoor circle area that's kind of closed but still very open to the outdoors fire ring outdoor cooking area wood-fired pizza oven Here's the thing. You have a lot of dreams. I have a lot of dreams. I am a dreamer. Um, and if you bought a house, um, is your dream kind of like a huge gap? Um, like a three stories? I actually don't really care about a huge house. So I wouldn't say three stories is important. My big thing is I think a pole shed would be handy for like all our projects like beehives. I mean like our house is really stuck too. So I don't really care about a big house. Like, for me, a tent is actually, like, my ideal living space. I like to be really connected to nature. Um, I would just, I would enjoy a big pole shed to put, like, bicycles and to do woodworking even in the winter. Because usually when we do woodworking, we try to do it outside so everything doesn't get super dusty. Um, But here's the thing. Usually when I hear about people trying to do like shared property it seems like people get kind of buggy with each other and that seems really sad that your best friends that you want to do life with then you'd start to get buggy so here's my thought the whole point of living next to your friends is that you'd be celebrating encouraging and building up so we know that we all need some space We have to have some hands-off. We have to treat each other like neighbors without a ton of expectation. So we really like our neighbors here. We're not like over at our neighbor's house like every day, right? Why? Well, why not? Because there's no purpose. 
Right. So we see them. We wave to them. We're like, hi. We're always happy to see our neighbors. But but if our neighbors want a little space, do we give them some space? Yep. We do. So here's my thought. If we ever end up with, let's say, 50, 60, 100 acres, it's okay if we end up just having it all to ourselves. But I think it could be kind of cool if some one, two, three, four of our friends wanted to buy 5, 10, 15 acres, what would it be like if we got to live right next to people that we love who could encourage us and we could encourage them? We could be sitting around eating pistachios right now with our friends. Would you like that, Caleb? Uh-huh. I would I like that. It. You'd love that. Here's one other dream I have. What? I'm really missing a dog. Oh, yeah. We have to get, <laughs> we have to get a million dogs. I don't know if we need a million dogs, but I think one or two dogs to take out oh. grouse hunting, oh. duck hunting, pheasant hunting. That would be super fun. And I think... In the next year or two, that is one of my prayers is that we could have one or two dogs join our family. Would I have to pay to go to the vet? It depends. Is it going to be your dog or my dog? It's going to be your dog. Ha ha ha. Well, if it's my dog, then I guess I'll have to pay to take it to the vet. But if it's your dog, then you can take it and pay. All right. Can you close this out? Signing off on the Haiku Poet Podcast. And again, I'm Caleb. (laughs) Thank you. You want to say bye? Bye. You want to say bye? Bye. I'm eating pistachios. Yep, having pistachios. Wish you were here eating pistachios with us. We've seen a hummingbird fly by. And there are three ravens over in the neighbor's yard in the green grass. It's a gorgeous afternoon here in the middle of August. Take care.